Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, YouTube family. If you're tuning in live, we are only on YouTube today. If you've been watching me for the past couple of years, I'm almost uh, here with 200 episodes. I'm Lois Kofi, the founder of the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast and also the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise coaching movement. I'm a sales trainer who really, really is here to create a community of like-minded go-givers and heart-centered people who want to live their best life. And that's a little bit of a story behind the name of my podcast. And I'm super excited today because we don't normally have health experts, wealth experts, coaches, different topics, different um, wisdom topics, part of the healthy and wealthy and wise component. But today I have a friend of mine, Lena Sebula here, who is a drug addiction and human trafficking survivor. Um, she's written a spiritual autobiography called Miraculous. I just love that name, by the way. Um, she was raped several times and gave birth to a child at the age of 14. Um, and unfortunately, that child died three months later from health difficulties. And so now Lena goes out and shares her story, which we are going to hear about here shortly. And she's a social justice activist, a writer, a speaker, and the host of the Love and Be Loved podcast, which I had the pleasure of being on last year. And I'm just so excited to have you here today, Lena, because uh, I don't always have such powerful stories on my show, but I love being able to bring light to to topics. And it's actually kind of interesting because as you know, in the world right now, there's a lot of fear, a lot of stress, a lot of uncertainty. And I just want you to share your story and, and bring hope to my audience today. So I'm going to um, take a, you know, move out of the way for you to, to share your story. And thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. I really like you and like your podcast and your guests are amazing. So it's truly an honor and privilege to be here. So a um, little bit about me. I was born and raised in Ukraine and um, my parents struggle in their marriage. And um, they became an alcoholics and they lost well-paid jobs. At our home, government turned off the electricity and hot water for outstanding bills. And we struggle in poverty, trying to survive. And my home always was full of strangers and they brought booze and drugs with parents who did not protect me. So I became an easy target for those guys. And actually, I was drugged in rape in basement of my own apartment numerous times. So when I thought things couldn't get any worse, one day I woke up with this severe abdominal pain, scared and confused, only to realize that I was in labor. So I didn't know I was pregnant. 
and I didn't know who her father was. So she passed away, like you said, um, three months later from health complications. And um, I buried her, her when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, I started suffering with depression, anxiety, and panic attack. And um, I used alcohol and drugs to medicate my pain. Mm-hmm. So I turned to heroin because it was better to be high than hearing those negative self-talk and and feel that uh, I'm um, worthless, hopeless, abandoned and broken. And I was so broken. So um, the years went by. I next like three years, I don't really remember pretty mm-hmm. much anything. But one day I just have this moment of awakening that people are dying around me and uh, who went to jail. And I was so tired of this lifestyle. So I was looking for a change. But there is no opportunities for people like me. I was a street junkie. So when I met this lady through my mutual friend, and she was so kind to me, and and she brought me to her house, offered me coffee and sweets, and I was so impressed. And uh, it it felt really wonderful and safe that somebody really cared. Mm. Um, and she offered me a job. There was no specifics, just a job. And I agree because I was so eager to escape. Mm-hmm. And her team went to work. Still on heavy drugs. I barely remember. I report um, how I went through customs. I'll never know. One day, just woke up hearing the Muslim prayer. Allahu Akbar run out so loud and I realized that I actually was in a foreign country. So it took me a while to um, realize that this uh, nice woman actually sold me into human trafficking. So yeah, and I ended up in, in Cairo, Egypt, and that's where I went through withdrawal from heroin. And it's crazy because people don't quit drugs just because they don't want it. They addiction is so um, part of like the body and lifestyle. When you try to quit heroin, half of the people just die because the body just cannot uh, go through stress. But by the grace of God, I've survived, and from there, I actually been sold into Israel into the brothel. So I ended up being in the brothel there for for almost two years. And um, yeah, it, it was a horrible situation. But you know what? It was very important what place you end up in. And uh, most girls who came with me, they died or went missing. But um, two years later almost, I got the opportunity to... Um, they set me free and allowed me to go home because from places like that, you actually never live a life unless you have been rescued. So I'm one of those like million, trillion cases that actually was set free. Um, and um, I wanted to start a new life. So at home, um, I saved up a little bit money, but my trustworthy aunt stole and spent all my money. And one of my bodyguards actually stole all my possessions. So I end up, I have nothing again. 
And um, I turned to what was familiar. So I became the right hand of the number one drug dealer in my city. And I was on heroin again for another two years. Um, and again, people were going to jail. It wasn't safe. I thought I'm going to be killed uh, or die of overdose. And I didn't know what else I can do. And I sold myself again into mm-hmm. the human trafficking because I thought my body is commodity. And that was the opportunity to get a better life. So this time they trafficked me to Canada. But um, in Canada, I have an opportunity to start a new life. And with the help um, of my friend, I escaped the sex slavery. And uh, here I met my wonderful husband. I give my life to Christ. I wrote my book. I have my three beautiful babies. Uh, I was a hairstylist, hair salon owner. And now I'm um, I closed my business actually like a year before COVID hit. I closed my hair salon and become a speaker and um, and author and a podcast host. So that's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I know you're passionate about sharing your story, so I know this wasn't your first time. Uh, I just want to acknowledge you for your resilience, and and uh, I'm sure that's yeah. how you came up with the title of your book because. You are a miracle because uh, I didn't, I didn't, I lost track of the math because it sounded like at age 14, you went through the, you know, that journey, yeah. which is incredibly painful. I can't even imagine. Thank and you. then you went through all of these different uh, times where you were sold. How many years was that before you finally, you know, were safe? I was 25 from 13 to 25. Yeah. When, when I Actually, 25 when I was, I did drugs my last time. So I've been clean since, um, since then. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, before I forget, where can people get your book and, and can you unpack any tips, any, any wisdom? Cause I know we could probably be on here for hours. Um, but you know, how do you give someone hope? How did you find and create hope through after having all of those years of trauma? Absolutely. That's a good question. Um, First of all, you can get my book on Amazon.com or Amazon.ca or through my website as well, um, loveandbeloved.com. But just Google Miraculous by Lina Sibula and it's beautiful book with the jewelry, a picture of jewelry on it. This is my jewelry. It's actually the necklace that I wore for my wedding, pearl necklace, because um, God gave me this amazing sense that I'm treasure. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm worthy and I'm priceless and I'm precious. Mm-hmm. And that is what it's all about. It is my story, but it was so much hope in it because I would like to encourage rather than make people feel like sorry for myself because I don't. Mm. Everything wow. happened for a reason. It's sometimes it's hard to understand when you're still in the trouble. But honestly, guys, where you are, there is, mm. is there any reason and there is hope. What I would like to share with you through time of the therapy and um, counseling and, and different support that I've 
I took over the last 15 years. Um, this is number one. I do believe for me, you need to create that support system. You are not alone. Find mm. an accountability partner. One person from like family, friends, your church, have weekly call when some somebody just asks you specifically, um, encourage you, you know, how you're doing, how you're feeling today. And um, someone that you trust, that you actually can share your pain and unload your burden on someone. And they can love on you, encourage you, follow up on you. And it's going to set the sense that somebody cares. And it's very important. Mm. Uh, for me, the second one was my faith in God and truth about my identity. Because before I... Um, I had my faith. I believe that I'm worthless. I believe that I'm abandoned and broken. Mm -hmm. And uh, then my, my self-talk started changing into I am significant and mm -hmm. my life is valuable. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very important that you have grace and compassion for yourself. You don't have a due date on healing. Just take your time and, and just take care of yourself. Um, positive affirmations, you know, our words can either speak life or can speak death. Mm. Our tongues can build us, build us up or can tear us down. So you have mm. to create those positive self-talk and repeat this affirmation until you believe it's true, because it's going to take some time to actually develop this habit and develop that believe that what you're saying is true. Um, another one, um, write a journal. For me, it was my book, but you don't have to write the book. You know, as long as um, you start writing, because I do believe uh, when we are survivors or, um, uh, or victims, so we're still like in the trouble, we have no voice because the shame not allowed us to speak out. So then write, just write so it's mm -hmm. come out from your body, mind, and soul. And then mm -hmm. you actually have an opportunity to take that journal and give it to someone you trust asking for help. Because sometimes mm -hmm. it's very hard to tell someone and this is might help you to just start that conversation. So that, that would work for me and I believe it can help you as well. That's amazing because I, I want to acknowledge you because I'm a I'm a magnetic mind sales coach. And what the, the new thing that people don't maybe know fully is when they hear me talk about the magnetic mind is the it's, it's different from like the think and grow rich philosophies, but it's still rooted in um, having that belief about yourself and, and, and recognizing that you're not broken. Like you said, you are perfect, whole and complete exactly as you are. And, but, but being able to get to that and to own that it, it takes daily habits. And, and you, you gave, I love what you said. Um, healing doesn't have a deadline, right? I think at least in America, in America, right. We all have uh, eight minute abs. I remember the, the workout video in the eighties, there's like Buns of steel, you know, eight minutes a day. Everyone here in America, at least, is looking for instant transformation or instant change. Um, but even in the list of things that you gave, um, it does take time. So, it, it, do you remember like how much time a day 
as you were going through your healing process that you worked on the healing components, the, like the list that you gave, do you remember like how much time you put invested into that? So you could, you could flip the script on, on where you were at as a quote unquote victim survivor into being, you know, this miracle. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that you said that, um, about how we creating those lists and all this stuff for me. Sometimes I wrote for three hours a day. Sometimes I stop writing for two months, honestly. And that's why I do believe it's so personal. I don't have um, the thing, how, how much time I invested in the day, but I know for sure it's been 16 years. And only, oh my goodness, I literally have a goosebumps. And guys, I want you to hear this. I quit the drugs 16 years ago. And since then, I took any possible uh, opportunity to learn and grow. I hired the coaches, health coaches, wellness coaches. I was looking into my body, my spirit, my uh, my mm-hmm. soul, my mind, and I always like learn and grow. But only last fall, I kid you not, I hit forty one year old uh, in October, and there, like somewhere in November, I felt it like, oh my goodness, I feel good. I actually feel good. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be happening anymore. But I have this awareness. Like, if, <clears throat> excuse me, when I get sad, I'm thinking like, what, excuse me, <clears throat> what am I saying to myself? Mm. Why do I feel this way? Why? Like, so I create this like huge awareness about my behavior, my self-talk. And I'm just kind of finally becoming like observer rather than going with my negative self-talk and put myself deep into depression, anxiety, panic attack. Look, guys, I'm from Mm. Ukraine. The hell that got loose right now put me like for a whole day into like a panic attack because I was talking to my family. I had so much fear about this war. I have so much sadness. I have this grief on my shoulders. So. I literally run into my bed, climb under the blanket, cover myself, and I'm like, that's it, I'm done. That's it. My living is going to be here because that's how my depression begins. I start marinating in like bad thoughts that are of my control. This war out of my control. Right. All I can do is be actually cool, calm, and collected for my family and for my friends to support them. But if I fall apart, like who am I going to support? No one. And plus, mm. no me either. So I literally opened the blanket, like I jump out from the bed and I said to myself, I'm going to go through day. I'm not going to be like panicking and anxiety. I'm not going to let it down. And But that's what the awareness creates because mm. I saw what I'm doing and I knew where I'm going to end up in a week thinking like, okay, this is going to be bad. So I had an opportunity to stop stop it. And you know what? Listen, I'm not talking about clinical depression or anything like medical, you know, because that one you, you have to take or do whatever you have to do to get yourself out of bed. Doesn't matter if it's medication, doesn't matter if it's essential oil, exercise, whatever it's work for you. I'm just talking about myself and how I see 
me talking to myself, being afraid of what's going on in the world, actually can put my mind, body, and soul into depression. I can do that to myself through negative self-talk. 100%. I think it's really amazing divine timing that you, I even forgot that you were from the Ukraine, to be honest with you. And we've been talking now for months um, to get you on the show. And here we are. And I, I want to say that, you know, your experiences that you had before actually helped you develop emotional intelligence to, to be able to be that third party observer. I like to say kind of like a, a witness to your own thoughts. Cause we get into that subconscious hamster wheel where we, and I've, I've did it. I was just telling you before we got on the show today, I've had some post COVID symptoms that were starting to freak me out, <laughs> but, but even just listening to you, I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's right. I can choose to be freaked out about it and then not be any good for anyone. Uh, or I could choose to be observer and go, yeah, well, what's in my control? What can I control now? Which is my thoughts. And of course, what's going on inside of my heart and how can I be of service to other people instead of, yeah, getting stuck in that, that rut of self-sabotage thinking. So that's great advice. Um, I love that. And I would just, just want to remind people um, today we're, we're, we're doing a little bit of a different topic. And it, it, I think that the timing of it is again, divine. If you feel like you're seeing value in this, um, please share this with your community because there are a lot of people on Facebook, on social media that are, and, and I even feel it and I'm not, I'm not from the Ukraine, right? I, I feel that energy that's, that's floating around and, and, and the fear. So maybe, maybe is there anything else that you haven't shared um, when you look back on your journey and having family in the midst of that right now, is there anything else that you can recommend for people to, to come back to center to, to maybe keep, keep their focus away from the fear. Absolutely. I do. I coming back still like to the positivity and um, I'm trying to hold on to the fact that um, my family is okay. And I'm so sorry for all these families who are actually living right in the war zone because we are five hours away from it. But I noticed through the, um, time when I speak with people who connected with me or come up to me in church, I saw one difference. The people who reading nonstop media, social media about this war, who trying to dig um, deep and trying to understand, like, you know, and actually being more involved as an observer. And that's what freaking the people out, you know, because in the grand scheme of things, we actually don't know. It's like all about like politics, corruption. It's so many layers there. And now uh, what I keep thinking and praying, because honestly, like in the first day, I kid you not, guys, I, I thought like I'm going to have a heart attack. I have like anxiety. My heart like was in pain. My shoulders was like, I was so tense after a conversation with my sister and then scrolling and seeing the bombs and like, um, watching the city that I walked through, like, you know, I still, I do, I, I do believe I'm Canadian, but my heart is there. So is my family and my friends. And I see this and it's hitting like home, you know? And, um, I realize more and more, I try to like understand this with analytical mind. 
I'm going deeper and deeper into conclusion that I'm not in control and that hopelessness and helplessness mm-hmm. actually make me feel even worse. Like that I cannot just snap my finger and stop everything and protect everything and help everyone mm-hmm. and heal everyone. So I had to, uh, it, it was very interesting when people come into me with a different mindset and say, you know what, we'll do anything to support you, your family, your mm-hmm. friends, don't you know, tell me what to do and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it feels calmness still, you know, but there was people who literally was hanging on me, like with distress, anxiety and panic. And I'm like, God, please take care of me because I just come out from it. I don't want this. I understand that people feeling this, but I have mm-hmm. to stay calm and try to like calm them because this is, doesn't serve us yeah. in this moment. It is fear. It is panic, but we can, we can fight that fear and panic so we can do something about it. Then you can participate. You can donate. You can volunteer for Red Cross. Like you can do so many different things. But if you're not okay with your body, mind, and soul, and you're just in fear, it's literally like killing you inside, like anxiety and stuff. And it's not going to serve anyone, and especially not you. So that's that's my opinion, I think. That's so powerful. And and I, I, I there's a book I've actually mentioned on my podcast before. There's only one true addiction that the society is addicted to, and it's fear, which mm-hmm. is the opposite of love. And I love that your podcast is called uh, Love and Be Loved, right? I hope I said that right. Um, yeah. How did you come up? We'll, we'll kind of start wrapping up here. How did you how did you come up with that that name? I love it. Yeah, I actually it's from my book because through all of this book, when I was writing my manuscript, every time I thought about why this has happened to me, why this has happened to me, and all all the time I have these thoughts because I wanna be um I want to love and I want to be loved since like my parents. And that's what I was thinking. You know what? All of us, all we want is to love and to be loved, you know? And that's how it started. And when I launched my podcast, I keep saying this phrase, love and be loved. And that's how it started. And, And I love it because I do believe we all deserve and love and to be loved. And that's what I feel now too. I love that. And uh, it, it reminds me of some of the basic principles of life. Um, again, today, we're, we're having a very special guest in, in light of these times, um, Lena Sebula sharing her story. And uh, but, but past and even today, um, as someone who has uh, family and friends in the Ukraine, it goes to show you guys that we're all here. It's not it's not all about the money. Uh, it's not all about, you know, success. Um, we are really here at the core of our souls to love and and be loved. So I, I really am so grateful for you being here today. I have one more question um, to close out the show. I, I do want to remind my, my audience, my guests who do tune in regularly. Thank you so much for your support. Next week, I do have a masterclass on March 10th. Uh, if, if you are someone out there who is maybe struggling with your lead generation, your time management, how to be focused with your mindset um, every day, going out there being of service um, to humanity through your vocation, um, please sign up for this 90-minute masterclass. I don't do them very often. And in fact, this is my first one of the year. 
Um, and if you're really looking to kick off the next quarter of 2022 with a strong, solid plan um, and daily income producing activities, but also kind of like what, what we've been talking about today is just that daily mindset of how to take care of your mind, body, and spirit. And a lot of people, when they're in sales, they don't, they don't focus on um, the, the, the little things that, that maybe don't seem to add up, but can make a huge difference um, to the success of how you show up in the world, how you serve, how you sell, and how you work with your clients. And of course, with your family, because all of that is important to me here as part of my healthy and wealthy and wise show. So I'll, I'll put the, the, the sign-up link for my masterclass guys in the show notes. And even if you're listening to this months later, um, you can still sign up on that same link and get the recording. All right. So I always love to close out my show, um, Lena, with the same question that I ask everyone. And um, I just wanted to get your take when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise. What, what does that mean to you? That's a cool, cool question because I was reading and I was thinking, oh, that's me. I hope, I hope one day that's what they're going to be because like, that's where I'm going through, through beginning of my health, healthy journey. That's what I'm trying to build, you know, because without our health, um, we cannot do anything. The wealth, mm -hmm. absolutely. I want it. I need it because I want to serve the world. I want to support the charities mm -hmm. um, that uh, I support. And they are fantastic people on the ground that I love to write like checks with lots of zeros. So I need to, I want to work. I want to build for that uh, means, you know, and wise. Absolutely. I would like to, I would love to have a wisdom because that's a very essential to make those decisions, you know, and to um, impact like new generation and just people around me as well too. Um, but I I do believe like for me, my faith, it's very important. And that's where I, I draw and my worth and value and, and my wisdom. And I do believe that um, it's very important, all three of them, you know, and um, yeah, I really like how it's even written because this is this is formula and for success and and to take care of yourself and people around you so it's it's really cool awesome well thank you for being again a rare gift today um for our audience in light of everything happening in the world and guys if you're tuning in please uh hit the share button share this with your friends who are really struggling right now. And there's, there's, you know, possible lots of reasons we talked about um, with Lena's story, but if you can get her book, um, go to amazon.com. Uh, I'll be putting more links in the show notes as well to reach out to her. Um, but take her advice today, guys, um, when in doubt, reach out, find that support system journal. Um, there was a lot of golden nuggets today that, you know, even though we maybe didn't talk specifics on, on business stuff, the most important things, um, the values and what I truly uh, believe in that are the most important things in life um, we cover today. So please share this. Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, I'll be doing a monologue episode. And uh, on March 17th, I have a special guest that's a copywriting guru. And then at the end of the month, um, I'm bringing in my own uh, very somatic therapist who's helped me release a lot of trauma who's helped me return to love in my heart and in my body. Um, and and it's, it's just really powerful messages. So looking forward to having you guys in the future episodes. Thank you, Lena, for being here today. Thank Appreciate you. So you. Much. Until next time, you. guys, here's to your best health.
your best wealth and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.